Hello everyone, this is Derek Pointer, pastor of the Household of Israel, Temple of Jesus Christ, and I want to thank God for allowing me to speak with you all today relative to the resurrection. The resurrection is so very important to God's children, but it allows them to overcome the chains of sin, which came by way of the garden, and also to be transformed into eternal beings so that they might dwell with the Father and with Jesus Christ. The resurrection, explained simply, means to bring back to life or to raise from the dead. We have a number of examples in the Word where people were resurrected. Two more notable examples, first of all, was Moses when he appeared with Christ our Savior, and also with the prophet Elijah, and then also a very prominent example was Lazarus, who our Lord Jesus resurrected in public view. Now, the resurrection is the power of God's word that overcomes and subdues all things to him. Uh, this is depicted in Philippians chapter 3, verses 20 to 21. For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. So you see that our bodies will be changed. They will be fashioned like unto God's body. And so the resurrection allows us to come into this. So again, it is so very, very important to us. Now, we have great hope in the resurrection, and Lord Jesus is our resurrection. Uh, I would like now uh, to read some scriptures, to have some scriptures read, that really just bring out this hope. Job 19, 25 to 27. For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And though after my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God, whom I shall see for myself, and mine eyes shall behold, and not another, though my reins be consumed within me. So you see, this body that we have now, this flesh that we have now, indeed is corrupt. Uh, it must be transformed. And again, by way of the resurrection, the pathway is open for that to be accomplished. Psalms 30, verse 3. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. And then Hosea 13, verses 14 says, I'll get it right here. I will ransom the, them from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. O death, I will be thy plagues. O grave, I will be thy destruction. Repentance shall be hid from mine eyes. Isaiah 25, verses 7 to 8. And I, he will destroy in this mountain the face of the covering cast over all people and the veil that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death in victory. And the Lord God will wipe away tears from off all faces, 
and the rebuke of his people shall he take away from off all the earth, for the Lord hath spoken it. And Isaiah 26, verses 19. Thy dead men shall live together with my dead body, shall they arise. Awake and sing, ye that dwell in dust. For thy dew is as the dew of herbs, and the earth shall cast out the dead. Amen. And so you can see again from these scriptures that we should look to the resurrection because it gives us that opportunity again and the ability to, to dwell with God. Now, Christ indeed is our hope and is our resurrection. And it's because of his sacrifice this came into pass. You see, we had to overcome the sin that had been done in the garden. That sin that was committed by Adam. This sin trapped us and did not allow us to return unto the Father. But Lord Jesus coming and offering his life on Calvary, indeed when his blood hit the ground, it freed us from that sin so that all men, I say all men now, will be resurrected. And because Lord Jesus was able, because he had no sin, I should say, he was able to take back his life again. So therefore he opened the door so that we could come out of the grave. We could be resurrected and that again, we'd have the opportunity to live with the Lord. Now, there are two resurrections. There's a resurrection that leads to salvation, but there is a resurrection that leads to hell and damnation. I wonder if we could read Daniel chapter 12, verses 2. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And so you see that many that sleep in the dust, again, as it says, will be, will be raised. But some will gain salvation and some will not. So there are two resurrections. And just as there are two resurrections, there are two deaths. Now, the first resurrection is that resurrection of God's saints, I must say that. Those who lived their life for Christ, those who believed in Jesus Christ, those who in fact died for Jesus Christ. Please read Revelations 20, verse 6. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power, that they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. So you can see that this is indeed that blessed resurrection. And also this is talked about in reference in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter uh, 15, uh, where it talks about, we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed uh, at the first trump. Therefore, there's going to be a resurrection and certainly many people will be walking on their feet. Many people won't go to the grave, but we will all go up to that great marriage supper of the Lamb. But now, again, there is a second resurrection. In other words, uh, we have individuals, as it referred to in Daniel, that because they did not live their lives in Christ, 
because they had sin in their life, because they conducted themselves wickedly, because they will suffer the second death. So they will initially die and go to the grave, but through Jesus Christ and his acts in the garden, they will be resurrected. But because of their life, then they will have nothing to look forward but torment and hell. Please read Revelations 20, 14 and 15. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. So again, you see that there are two resurrections. Uh, one, a resurrection of God's saints. And then secondly, a resurrection of people who, uh, because again, their lives will uh, not be able to enter to the kingdom of heaven, but will be enter into the lake of fire and brimstone. Now, the churches of the world, they do not like to discuss the resurrection. They would prefer to tell you that when you die, you go to heaven. But this is nothing more than a myth. In other words, they say, when you die, you go to heaven or either you go to hell. This is after the manner of Christmas and even uh, Easter. This is not true at all. But when you die, you are preserved. You enter into a state of sleep and then you are preserved until the day of the resurrection. Some people being resurrected unto life again and some people uh, resurrected to, to utter shame, as Christ had said. Now, we have just briefly covered uh, this topic of revelations, but I would like to direct to refer all of you to a PowerPoint presentation that is on our website, which goes into depth. It, the resurrection is concerned, gives you many more scriptures, and really spends much more time in discussing this topic. Uh, but I'm very happy I had the opportunity to talk with you about it today. Uh, and if you have any questions, as always, please contact us via our website, or you can call us via the telephones that are listed in our website. Once again, I want to thank the Lord for allowing me to, to be here today and have the opportunity to talk with you about this topic. Amen.